he's amazing. Amazing. He's the guy from Canada, in case you don't know. We had him on today for the podcast. You'll hear him in today's podcast. He is a journalist from Canada that I can't imagine doing journalism up in Canada now. He is constantly under attack uh, from the government. And uh, the things that he's covering are so important. Today, he's covering the pastor, the, the next pastor uh, thrown into the Canadian gulag. This guy was protesting uh, at a, a library where they had a drag queen story hour. If our pastors are awake, they should be protesting these things. They should be active. They should be outspoken. But this guy is uh, is in jail, and that's not the first time he was in jail. So we'll, uh, we'll talk about that. Uh, also, a little bit about what happened at CPAC. Uh, this last weekend. Oh, uh, Samantha Power just kind of blurted out on CNN that it's a war with... Am I reading that right? I mean, is there any way to take that audio? I think if you... if you, uh, It would be great to hear what people think of that because I, it's tough to come up with another explanation. coherent explanation of what she said other than she knows we're already at war with Russia. Yeah. We're at war with Russia, but that's why it's so important to have the Ukrainians fighting. Wait, What? Uh, all this and so much more on today's podcast. Here it is. You're listening to the best of the Glenn Beck program. The Daily Beast yesterday uh, put a headline out about Michael Knowles uh, and his speech in at CPAC. And it says uh, it said that. Um, Michael Knowles want, uh, wants to get rid of the transgender community. It needs to be eradicated. He's a Daily Wire host, a yes. podcaster. Mm-hmm. Now, I know Michael Knowles. Mm-hmm. Michael Knowles is the last one to be like, you know who we should eradicate or liquidate. <laughs> yeah. I don't, that's not, I haven't heard him talking not, too much about liquidation. No, it's no. not really him. Um, That's not what he said. What he said was there can be no middle way in dealing with transgenderism. It is all or nothing. If the idea of transgenderism is true and men can become women, then it is true for everyone of all ages. If transgenderism is false, as it is, if men cannot become women, as they cannot, then it is false for everyone to. And if it is false, then we should not indulge it especially since that indulgent requires taking away the rights and customs of so many people. If it is false, then for the good of society, especially for the poor people who have fallen prey to this confusion, transgenderism must be eradicated from public life entirely. The whole preposterous ideology at every level. So he's talking about the ideology, okay? Not the people. (laughs) Nice spin there. Right. But uh, I think he should sue uh, the Daily Beast for that. Um, But that's the difference. I don't know of anybody who is a constitutional Republican. See, that's what we're for, guys. What do you guys stand for? The Constitution and the Bill of Rights. If you stand for the Constitution and the Bill of Rights, nowhere in there does that give you any power to liquidate people. Okay? It says... 
you 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 have a right if you want to be transgender and you find a doctor that wants to do that to you that's fine and what am i going to say about it okay you have the right to be who you want to be and do it have fun but you don't have the right to force all of us and especially when it comes to things that are not true and this is not true men cannot have babies period that's it well yes they can because they used to be a woman they're still a woman then <laughs> there's some uh, sports team that i can't remember which oh, one oh i know was. Did yeah. You see this? yeah 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 uh, i can't remember who it was i remember it was one of the canadian teams that came out for international women's or women's history month i guess is now i don't know everybody's right. got a who stupid cares? month yes i don't know why anyone would want a month about your history it's stupid from beginning to end but they released a video. They were like, oh, you know, women are impressive. Moms are great. You know, women are the only people who can have babies. They are the only ones who can be moms. It, not even intending to be like, here's a right wing statement of policy. Right. It was just like a, hey, let's praise the women. truth. Right. It's just the truth. And say something, you know, powerful and unique about a woman who is the only one who can birth a baby. It's incredible. Right. And it is. And then they realized they weren't allowed to say that anymore. Mm-hmm. And they deleted the video and apologized profusely for, for, for the utter unmitigated gall of saying that men could not have children. I mean, it's so pathetic in every way. So here's the thing that I think we all need to remember. Um, we fought the Nazis. And it, mm. it was important to say we were fighting the Nazis. And not the Germans. Why? Because we were not fighting the Germans. We were fighting the ideology. That's why we didn't kill all the Germans. Okay? There were lots of them. Lots of them. That probably should have been imprisoned and weren't. But we just didn't win the war. And they go, oh, you were in the Nazi party? Bang! We were killing the ideology. And if you still wanted to be a Nazi, it wasn't good for you to be hanging out places, you know, near the soldiers because they would kill you or they'd imprison you. You may notice that we're now allied with both Germany and Japan. Yes, because we don't we don't believe it's the people. Mm -hmm. It is the ideology. And this is when they reveal themselves like this. You should pay attention. When they say, you know, oh, we're just going to reduce, uh, you know, our uh, our uh, energy dependence, and then they they shut down power plants. I'm going to show you on a special this week. It's going. I'm telling you, you're not going to believe what they've done. You're not going. I mean, and I say that with knowledge of the stuff that I've always said to you. You're not going to believe it. No, no, no. This one goes so far beyond uh, what is reasonable it's it's anti-human it is absolutely anti-human what they're doing um and i'm gonna show it to you on on wednesday what they have put in the inflation reduction act uh you know when you say you're gonna reduce and you know you don't care you're gonna blow up a pipeline and you don't care that that means that there's going to be an energy shortage and people will die from either heat or cold uh you're 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 a monster you're a monster. 
It's amazing. Uh, you know, on, there's a clip going around right now on uh, from Jon Stewart from this weekend. Yeah. It's a big viral clip. You know, Jon Stewart takes on guns and slams gun, pro-gun guy or whatever, <laughs> right. you know. We're yeah. going to debunk it on Studios right. America tonight on Blaze TV. Uh, but one of the sort of side sh- offshoots of this, they get into the drag queen story hour a little bit. And it's so fascinating because the pitch from the left is conservatives hate people who are different. Mm-hmm. They hate people with alternative lifestyles. Mm-hmm. And look at them. They're trying to ban their ability to speak. And it's like, have you ever heard a conservative? I, I and Maybe I'm missing some. Mm-hmm. Have you ever heard a conservative object, protest, try to ban uh, drag queens holding events in nightclubs? No. Uh, holding uh, um, uh, events that are targeted at adults? No. No. If you I mean, I'm sure to, there are some communities that do that. Sure, there yeah. may be some. Mm-hmm. Um, though I, you know, that's not a platform. It's certainly not a policy platform by Republicans <laughs> no, by uh, any means. No, and I don't even know. Like, I don't know that there's any policy, even by like, for example, a church group might say this is wrong, and we don't think it's the right thing for you to be doing, and they mm-hmm. may protest it. But like, there's not a a movement in law or policy to say, hey. We should stop drag queen story hours at nightclubs. Right. It's just for children. That's it. That's, That's it. That's it. Don't That's it. do this to children. That's all we're saying. Yeah. And you know, well, let me let me ask you this. Mm-hmm. Here, let me show some footage. Now we'll we'll have to describe it. I'll let you describe it. Oh no. Uh, this is some footage. This comes out of uh, a uh, drag queen uh, act. For babies. Now, uh, if you can describe. Say, can you take that full maybe and get a little bigger? Or or maybe smaller. Yeah. You could try to shrink it so we can't there see you it. There go. Seems to be someone in a harness of some sort, uh, uh, mostly leather. naked, up, yeah. upside down in leather, like a dominatrix situation. Yeah, uh, except guess. it's a guy. Well, I'm sorry. It's a woman. He can have babies. I'm sorry. She can have. And no. it seems to be mm-hmm. uh, pretty naked. Pretty naked in pretty a thong naked. and maybe topless. Um, yeah, yeah. It's uh, good, huh? Uh, no, it's not good uh, at all. Now, I don't mind if you go to a club and that's what's happening at the club. Okay. That's fine. Good. If that's what you want. Right. You know, I mean, good that's for you. Probably legal. Uh, but... Say hi to Hunter Biden for me. Yeah. Um, but uh, other than that, no, with schools, babies, children. Yeah. No, I don't. I don't think. We're not how, about, gonna... how about this one? This is going to be a hard test. School administrator tells teachers to keep students' gender transitions a secret from their parents. You're a teacher. What do you say? Uh, no. Okay, good. Well, uh, it took you a while. No, I, I just I was, was like, was, the question was so obvious, I was perplexed. I thought maybe I was missing something. Yeah, you just say no. 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 But uh, that's not what's happening. A lot mm. of teachers are just going, okay, I got it. I'm with you. That, that's just evil. It's just it's incomprehensible. Evil. And like, it's such a bizarre time, too, where you are, if you're at work mm. uh, and you're at lunch at work, yeah, and you tell a risque joke, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you are in danger of being me tooed and thrown out of all society. Right. 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 Yes. For a, a joke Correct. or a comment or whatever. Correct. Yet at the same time, these same people who want to throw you out of society are defending. Naked men in thongs around babies. This is the best of the Glenn Beck program. And don't forget, rate us on iTunes. We have Michael Murphy on. He is uh, a Republican Kansas state representative because Kansas has just introduced the 
toughest anti-ESG bill in the country. And uh, Michael, I can't thank you enough for for spearheading this and all of the brave people that are are standing with you. Well, Glenn, I can't thank you enough for for helping us get the word out. It's uh, I really appreciate it. So tell me about it. It is uh, HB 2404 and Senate Bill 224. And and tell me what they do. What do they cover? Well, they cover four four aspects. Uh, the first aspect is uh, the proxy voting and or divestment in relation to you know state monies. Uh, then there's a state contract. Hang on. Let me hang on. Let uh, me just explain divestment. What okay, this means sure, sure. is when you have a state pension, um, usually you're voting, you're, you're voting those shares in these companies. Usually it just becomes a proxy vote and, you know, the investment firm can, you know, just assign those votes however they want. This is saying, no, 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 we keep the voting rights. You can have the money, but you're not voting uh, just on your own, correct? That's correct. And, All right. That's correct. And and uh, like uh, BlackRock has done with ExxonMobil, they've replaced two board members, and I think they're working on a third. Right. So this is a pretty important. Right. So yeah, you're, there, there's that, and also not just our not just our retirement, but the uh, other other state monies that are taken in. You know, like there's monies that are taken in for taxes, et, et cetera, is invested. It doesn't just sit there. Good. And so we're going to try to, you know, keep control of all that. Okay, good. Uh, the, sec- the second part is uh, in relation to state contracts, uh, sort of like what West Virginia did. Mm-hmm. Pretty, much, pretty much the same as West Virginia. The uh, third part is fair access or a consumer protection. This one and, is, uh, hang on just a sec. This is really right. important because what happened to Donald Trump, if it was an accident, it would have been corrected immediately because if you are if you have your account closed you're turned down for a loan or whatever you, they have to tell you why if they are exactly. if they are using anything other than finances they have to tell you what it's based on and why correct that's exactly right and and honestly you know this is just this portion is what I introduced last year and ran into a buzzsaw. And, and oh, yeah. And, and the buzzsaw is continuing this year, and we'll talk about that here a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, so anyway, yeah, that's that's a very important part of aspect of it, as well as uh, we also have an informed consent section. So if you're investing uh, your, your personal finances and all like that, they have to tell you uh, if you are, uh, if it's going to be invested in an ESG fund. Okay, so how can people help you? What is the situation on the ground to get this through? Well, the situation on the ground right now is, once again, I said, you know, we've, we've run into a buzzsaw with the Kansas Bankers Association and the oh, Kansas Chamber so of Commerce. Yeah. Chamber, look, at, and, if, you, if you belong to the Chamber of Commerce, get out of the Chamber of Commerce. They, they are not <laughs> looking. I'm sorry, this is not, this is absolutely the opinions of Glenn Becker, not necessarily those of Michael Murphy. Um, get out of the Chamber of Commerce. They are not your small business friend. Uh, and the Bankers Association is in bed with ESG, and they are putting everything and you know the small local banks they don't they are so afraid of the big banks that they won't come out and say uh this is really bad for our local banks they'll say it quietly but they'll never say it publicly because they're terrified of what will happen to them exactly and 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 so what's going on is we've we did everything we could in relation to this uh you know the the bill was introduced and we since then have come up with some uh, amendments to uh 
to make it really to where it doesn't hardly affect anybody in Kansas, because this really comes from outside of Kansas anyway. Yeah. And so we were, we were trying to uh, protect, you know, Kansans' rights, Kansas, uh, the business rights, everything like in Kansas from these outside forces. And um, so when we keep softening it up like that in relation to that, the goalposts keep moving with, with the bankers and, and sure. the chamber. And so it kind of tells you, well, okay, who are they really protecting? Right. Yeah, that's my, that, that's my thing. And so I, uh, it's just sort of we're, we're going to we're going to battle. Uh, there's actually another bill that was introduced uh, a couple of weeks ago that is just the proxy section, and unfortunately, leadership uh, on the House side uh, wanted to lean, you know, go that direction. Of course, they do. We pushed we pushed back really, really hard. I've got a lot of good support uh, in the House and the Senate, and um, we are working. In, and it, this may end up actually with a third bill. I don't know yet. Mm. But there is a lot of negotiations going on in the background and uh, some head banging, maybe some knees capped. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I wouldn't doubt it. It is. It's it's thuggery. It's thuggery at this yeah, point. It is. Um, it I, is. I want you if you are in Kansas, I need you to call your state senator and your state house and tell them that you want HB 2404 House Bill 2404 and identical SB uh, Senate Bill 224. These are the most comprehensive anti ESG bills uh, in the country. Kansas now is leading the way against ESG. If these bills can pass, they will not pass if you don't burn up the phone lines to in your state house and talk to them. Because I'm telling you, the Kansas Bankers Association and the Chamber of Commerce, and this is in every state, they are they are putting pressure on and doing dog and pony shows like you would not believe to make sure that ESG stands in your state. So it's only the voice of the people that will get this uh, through. So please call your senator and your House member uh, in your state. Uh, if you're in Kansas, HB 2404 and SB 224, we also and I would add to call the uh, speaker's office and, and the Senate president's office as well. OK, um, there is uh, it's it's interesting how we are, again, finding ourselves uh, with conservatives who say they're conservatives who are uh, trying to sabotage, you know, any of this stuff. Exactly. It's a it's a real problem. And, and of course, some of this comes from people who don't really fully understand the full scope of what this ESG mess you know, can do. And so we're I'll have people come to me and say, you know, man, I was all on board with your bill. But, but my, my banker called me the other day and he scared to death and told me I need. And I said, has your banker read the bill? Right. <laughs> Does your banker know that this that this bill protects them? It doesn't hurt them. Yeah. You know, they don't and they're not getting that because they're just getting the lies. So, so the big thing is, is like everything else, is we we got to be educated. Well, thank you so much for all of the hard work that you've done on this. When does this? When could this come up for a vote if the people are pushing? Well, actually, actually tomorrow there's a hearing for two twenty four uh, on the Senate side. I'll be testifying there as well as a number of other people uh, as a proponent, of course. And uh, on the House side, we're uh, we're not entirely sure, but but. Uh, that the the speaker did make it a priority this year to do something about ESG, so they're going to have to do something. 
So we're gonna uh, we're just pushing for the for the biggest something that there is. Yeah, something is not always better than nothing. Um, That's <laughs> correct. I, you know, if you do if you just do something and people think that the job's been done, yeah. they just move on. Yeah, and that's and that, that's a, a dangerous thing. Michael, um, at the end of the day, would you reach out to my staff and just tell me how the response was, and if there is. Uh, you know, if you need, you know, more help, um, please reach out. Let me know what's happening on the ground there, will you? I certainly will, and I appreciate everything you've done for us, Glenn. You bet. Thank you. The best of the Glenn Beck Program. Ezra, my good friend, Ezra Levant is the um, uh, Rebel News founder. Uh, he has his own show. He has, I just found out they refer to him or did refer to him as the Glenn Beck of Canada. I am so sorry for that. Um, but uh, he is, he's, I wish you were here. I wish you were here fighting with us uh, or we were up there fighting with you um, because we're fighting exactly the same battle. And it's disturbing what is happening um, up in Canada because you're going dark in some really bad places. For the longest time, Canada was polite, friendly, cold, boring. <laughs> yeah. And frankly, that suited us. Right. There's been a real turn for the worst, and I think it's partly because of the Prime Minister, Justin Trudeau, but you can't put it all on him. Mm -hmm. The rest of the culture has gone woke so extremely, and there's been a a lot of institutions that have broken. I think a lot of our democratic checks and balances just didn't work. You at least have some. For example, your Supreme Court stopped some of the crazier lockdown rules. Um, you have a diversity in the media in, in, in this country. Most of them are on the left. But I mean, <laughs> that is so sad well, that somebody from another country says, you've got some diversity. Yeah. Well, yeah. I, I mean, you, you've got <laughs> your empire, you've got Fox News, you've got Breitbart, you, you can name them. Yes. In Canada, when I say 99% of journalists get subsidized by Justin Trudeau, I'm not exaggerating. There's 50. 1,500 media companies in Canada that take payments from Justin Trudeau. About a third of all the income from any given newspaper comes from the federal liberal government. So how can that possibly be good? I mean, if you're, you don't bite the hand that feeds you. Exactly. I I only know of three media companies in Canada that do not take Trudeau's payments, and we're one of them. Now he's doing another thing. He's have a has a bill moving through Parliament that would commandeer matching funds from the big tech companies, Facebook, Google, YouTube, etc., and make them pay newsrooms uh, about a third as well. So you're going to oh have a situation gosh. where every major newspaper in Canada has the majority of its revenue, not from subscribers, not from advertisers, but from big government and big tech. Well, you're not going to criticize big government and Holy big tech. Holy cow. Can you imagine how dangerous that's going to be? Well, there's be? something worse. Now, we we would not be eligible for that. <laughs> you are the Glenn Beck of Canada. <laughs> no, no, there's something worse. When I say the word license, you need a license to do journalism. Yes. You're probably saying, come on, that can't be true. You know, in the... In the Cold War, you needed a license to have a typewriter in Romania. You had to go to, you had to register your typewriter with the, they would take a typing sample, you know, the old typewriters, yeah, yeah, yeah. almost like a fingerprint. Right. So in case there was some that they could track, you needed a license for a typewriter. In Canada, they have something called a QCJO, Qualified Canadian Journalism Organization. You have to apply to our version of the IRS to get this designation. Obviously, we were denied. Uh, but if you have this QCJO, then you get the government money, 
You get access to government press conferences. We're banned. You get, you'll get this big tech money too, but here's the part that's scary. I, I actually, I'm not too perturbed about not getting government money, not yeah. giving I, you, I don't you, want that. Yeah, you should have access to the- The press conferences press bugs conferences, me, yeah. but here's what scares me. And there is only one thing about this that actually scares me in an existential way. One of the bills that Justin Trudeau was putting through parliament in Canada, and by the way, Twitter in a private note said this was- the only other place this reminds them of was North Korea. Twitter, in, in the pre-Elon Musk era, Holy Twitter said to the government of Canada, this is North Korea stuff. That letter was leaked. They have the power in this new bill to tell the tech companies to alter the search algorithm. They call it the discoverability to promote the QCJO approved news sources and demote the independence soon in Canada, there will only be two kinds of media, the government media and the banned media. See, at least right now we can duke it out on our own. Yeah. We're demonetized. Yeah. YouTube already throttles us, but we're still alive. If this bill passes, the government will order Google, YouTube and the other broadcasters, social media platforms to hide us. So Justin Trudeau will not need to ban Rebel News. He will just tell Google and YouTube, make it so no one can find them. I, oh, we didn't ban them. You just can't find them in, in the first thousand search results. That's in the bill. You are also still arresting uh, uh, people like uh, pastors. If, for for what now? What, what? I mean, it was for opening for COVID. Yeah. Now what are you arresting them for? You know what? Your Bill of Rights, our Charter of Rights, we have a section in our Charter of Rights called Fundamental Freedoms. They're my favorite. Mm -hmm. Freedom of thought, belief, religion, freedom of the press. Free Every one of those is under attack. The core freedoms. Mm -hmm. We just talked about what you would call First Amendment. Well, let me tell you another First Amendment issue. Three years ago, the pandemic starts and there's rules about six feet of separation and mm -hmm. no gatherings. There's a Christian pastor in downtown Calgary. It's cold out. It's snowing because it's Canada. And he's feeding the homeless on the street. And he gets arrested for that and charged for having an illegal gathering. He was actually not the only one. Pastor Arthur Pavlovsky was charged with the same Jeez. thing. Arthur Pavlovsky, 50 days in jail. And, and Pastor Derek Reimer was charged with the same thing. An illegal gathering. He said, it's not a gathering. I'm feeding them. This is not a party. We're not having a get together. I'm feeding the hungry because the city isn't. How long did he, well, how long was he in jail for that? Arthur Pavlovsky was 50 days. I think Derek Reimer avoided jail, but he was prosecuted. Now, we, we crowdfunded his legal offense, but he's in jail today, Glenn. Today, as we sit here, in fact, he has a bail hearing at around 10 a.m. Mountain Time. So that's about an hour from now. And here's what he's in jail for. So he was on the radar of the city police. They did not like him for fighting. How, how did you afford that lawyer? How did you fight back? You're supposed to be a poor pastor. We crowdfunded it for him. That's how. They hate him for that. So last week, there was a drag queen story hour at a public library in the city. And Pastor Derek Reimer went there to object. He objected peacefully. He was noisy. I'll grant you that. But he objected peacefully. Three guys in that story hour picked him up and physically threw him out of the public library the video you could see the video of him hitting the floor they were not charged with assault 
And actually, Pastor Reimer was not charged with anything either. But then the city mayor goes on Twitter and said, I have, and you can see this, she, she says this. Normally, you don't say this out loud. She says, I have heard the reasons, in quotes, why the police and prosecutors will not move. I do not accept them. I demand more. We must stop this vitriol and lies. Apparently, those are crimes now. And so, indeed, they go to his house and they arrest him. They, they said there's no legal Char- grounds. Char- charged with what? Charged with mischief, with disturbing the peace, and I'm told that he is being charged with hate crimes. Like I say, there is a hearing in one hour's time. He spent the weekend in prison. What's so crazy is the mayor who, who so obviously and, and brazenly trumped, you know, demanded the police arrest him, she says that you should be arrestable for lying, for being vitriolic. Well, those are matters of opinion. Those are not crimes. I'm like, and for being hateful, I think the mayor's hateful. Those are not crimes. Well, they're new crimes, aren't they? They're thought crimes. And the police resisted. The prosecution resisted. The mayor gave him a tongue lashing on Twitter, and they put this man in prison. And have you heard of that in the New York Times? I put it no. to you that if it was a Muslim imam, oh yeah, if it was a Jewish rabbi, yes. And here's what drives me nuts, Glenn. I'm not Christian myself. I'm a Jew, but I have a I have a sensitivity to religious issues because the Jews yeah. have had a troubled oh, past. And so I see these Christians arrested, and I think, where are the where are the big Christian voices? Where's where's the the, the TV pastors? Where's the the conference of the bishops? The silence from the mainstream Christians. In fact, during the lockdowns, when these when these pastors were in jail for opening their churches. You saw the odd press release from the major churches condemning the pastors for not complying, for not rendering unto Caesar. Mm. And, and I tell you that Canada today is not the Canada you grew up knowing. It's not this friendly place of Anne of Green Gables and maple syrup and a boot the hoose. It's not that. <laughs> That's all there. But it's got an edge to it. I want to throw one more thing at you. You might remember that almost exactly a year ago, a bunch of Canadians said, we're done with this. Mm-hmm. They were working class people. They would, Orwell would call them the proles. Mm-hmm. You know, in his book, 1984, mm-hmm. he said, if there's any hope, it lies with the proles. Working class guys, often new Canadians, or minority mm-hmm. people, truckers. Mm-hmm. Everyone loves a trucker. You can trust a trucker. You admire a trucker. They, they, they work hard. They do the work that we wouldn't want to do. They're lonely. And when the truckers have had it, you know something's wrong. So the truckers have this mighty convoy and they go to Ottawa. No one's organizing it. It's almost spontaneous. They try to crowdfund it. The money was seized by the government. They go to Ottawa. And what do they do? Do they riot? They oh, honk their horns. They honk their horns. Right. And, and local residents go to court and there's an injunction to stop the horn honking. They stop the horn honking. They had hot tub parties. They had bouncy castles. I went down there. It was bloody cold. But there was a joy, it was a festival feeling. The people were spontaneously singing the anthem and they were embarrassing Trudeau. And so he deployed for the first time in Canadian history the Emergencies Act, a form of martial law that was not even invoked during 9-11. He deployed the riot horses to stomp peaceful protesters. Our reporter, Alexa Lavoie, was shot in the leg by a Trudeau cop with a riot gun for reporting. And we've seen the disclosure. We're suing them. We've, they knew who she was. The only person shot was our reporter. That's not a coincidence. I'm not that stupid. They seized from 200 protesters without legal process. They seized bank accounts from families without legal process. They had martial law because Trudeau was embarrassed 
but it gets worse. A year later, just a few weeks ago, there was a conclusion of a judicial inquiry. Was this justified? I saw Trudeau stand up and say it was absolutely justified. I, I mean, I wish I hadn't done that necessarily with the truckers, but it was justified. He was cleared. He, Trudeau never explains. He never apologizes. He never blinks. And the judge gave him a rubber stamp. Yeah, he, the judge quarreled a bit. The judge said, well, they, you got this wrong and you got that wrong. But the judge approved of it. And do you doubt that Justin Trudeau has learned the lesson? Oh, yeah. That he can do whatever he bloody well pleases. Well, the same thing with the United States government. We've, we are not punishing people. Our courts are not standing up. Our Supreme Court, thank God, is. And some of our courts yeah. are. But um, that's only because of Donald Trump. Yeah. We hadn't had yeah. Donald Trump. Oh, yeah. we would have. We'd be right down where you are. 